The hour cometh and now is, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95 is on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hands are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 5 is on page 347. Ponder my words, O Lord, consider my meditation. O hearken thou unto the voice of my calling, my King and my God, for unto thee will I make my prayer. My voice shalt thou hear betimes, O Lord. Early in the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee, and will look up. For thou art the God that hast no pleasure in wickedness, neither shall any evil dwell with thee. Such as be foolish shall not stand in thy sight, for thou hatest all them that work iniquity. Thou shalt destroy them that speak lies. The Lord will abhor both the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. But as for me, in the multitude of thy mercy I will come into thine house, and in thy fear will I worship toward thy holy temple. Lead me, O Lord, in thy righteousness because of mine enemies. Make thy way plain before my face. For there is no faithfulness in their mouth. Their inward parts are very wickedness. Their throat is an open sepulchre. They flatter with their tongue. Destroy thou them, O God. Let them perish through their own imaginations. Cast them out in the multitude of their ungodliness, for they have rebelled against thee. Let all them that put their trust in thee rejoice. They shall be ever be giving of thanks, because thou defendest them. They that love thy name shall be joyful in thee. For thou, Lord, wilt give thy blessing unto the righteous, and with thy favorable kindness wilt thou defend him as with a shield. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the ninth chapter of the book of Genesis. So God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be on every beast of the earth, on every bird of the air, on all that move on the earth, and on all the fish of the sea. They are given into your hand. 
Every morning, every moving thing that lives shall be food for you. I have given you all things, even as the green herbs, but you shall not eat flesh with its life. That is its blood. Surely for your lifeblood, I will demand a reckoning from the hand of every beast. I will require it. And from the hand of man, from the hand of every man's brother, I will require the life of man. Whoever sheds man's blood by man, his blood shall be shed for in the image of God, he made man. And as for you, be fruitful and multiply, bring forth abundantly in the earth and multiply it. Then God spake to Noah and to his sons with him, saying, And as for me, behold, I establish my covenant with you and with your descendants after you, and with every living creature that is with you, the birds, the cattle, and every beast of the earth with you, of all that go out of the ark, every beast of the earth. Thus I establish my covenant with you. Never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of the flood. Never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, This is the sign of the covenant which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. I set my rainbow in the cloud, and it shall be for the sign of the covenant between me and the earth. It shall be when I bring a cloud over the earth that the rainbow shall be seen in the cloud. And I will remember my covenant which is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. The waters shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh. The rainbow shall be in the cloud, and I will look on it to remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on earth. And God said to Noah, This is the sign of the covenant which I have established between me and all flesh that is on the earth. Now the sons of Noah who went out of the ark were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And Ham was the father of Canaan. These three were the sons of Noah, and from these the whole earth was populated. And Noah began to be a farmer, and he planted a vineyard. Then he drank of the wine and was drunk, and became uncovered in his tent. And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brothers outside. But Shem and Japheth took a garment, laid it on, their, <clears throat> laid it on both their shoulders, and went backward and covered the nakedness of their father. Their faces were turned away. And they did not see their father's nakedness. So Noah awoke from his wine and knew what his younger son had done to him. Then he said, Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants, he shall be to his brethren. And he said, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Shem, and may Canaan be his servant. May God enlarge Japheth, and may he dwell in the tents of Shem, and may Canaan be his servant. And Noah lived after the flood three hundred and fifty years. So all the days of Noah were 950 years, and he died. Here ends the first lesson. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 11th verse of the 8th chapter of Mark. 
Then the Pharisees came out and began to dispute with him, seeking from him a sign from heaven, testing him. But he sighed deeply in his spirit and said, Why does this generation seek a sign? Assuredly, I say to you, no sign shall be given to this generation. And he left them, and getting into the boat again, departed to the other side. Now the disciples had forgotten to take bread, and they did not have more than one loaf with them in the boat. Then he charged them, saying, Take heed, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. And they reasoned among themselves, saying, It is because we have no bread. But Jesus, being aware of it, said to them, Why do you reason because you have no bread? Do you not yet perceive nor understand? Is your heart still hardened? Having eyes do you not see, and having ears do you not hear, and do you not remember? When I broke the five loaves for the five thousand, how many baskets full of fragments did you take up? They said to him, Twelve. Also, when I broke the seven for the four thousand, how many large baskets full of fragments did you take up? And they said, Seven. So he said to them, How is it that you do not understand? Then he came to Bethsaida, and, said, and they brought a blind man to him, and begged him to touch him. So he took the blind man by the hand, and led him out of the town. And when he spit on his eyes and put his hands on him, he asked him if he saw anything. And he looked up and said, I see men like trees walking. Then he put his hand, hands on his eyes again and made him look up. And he was restored and saw everyone clearly. Then he sent him away to his house, saying, Neither go into the town nor tell anyone in the town. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins. Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O God, make clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord God, who seest that we put not our trust in anything we do, mercifully grant that by thy power we may defend, be defended against all adversity, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Uh, just a few quick thoughts about our lessons this morning. Um, we start with our Old Testament lesson, and we start with a another proof of the veracity of what we're reading here, in that God promises not to destroy the earth ever again. And if this, if these stories were simply human inventions, this is a, a an extraordinarily bold claim to say that God will never destroy the earth. You know. All of us are aware of, of the fragility of life and how easily humans can destroy one another and not just by our own powers, but how powerless we are in the face of nature. And to make this claim that humanity will never be wiped out is extraordinarily bold if this did not come from God himself. And Another issue in our particular passage, which has tends to cause some consternation in, in especially in the modern era, is the Noah being caught naked by his son. And what does this mean? Because you know, in our it in, in our modern era, it doesn't seem that bad. And I think there are two factors here that we need to take a look at. And one is that we know from the Ten Commandments that honoring your father and mother is extraordinarily important. And this pronouncement of the shame of, of Ham's father, Noah, is, is a violation of that. This we are called to honor our parents and and to as we see here cover up their shame when someone else falls and and stumbles we are not called to mock them or to laugh at them we are called to help them and this is precisely what it what his son does not do he then calls other peoples to 
join in this mockery of him. And I think also we are we we should see echoes here of Adam and Eve. Here or at that point they took the fruit of, of the tree and took something that they could not give thanks for. And here is Noah taking grapes and stumbling because of that. He did something he could not give thanks for. He became inebriated. He became less than himself, his true self. He, he becomes intoxicated so much so that he falls down drunk in his tent and allows his, his shame to show. And just as the Adam and Eve, when they ate from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, they recognize their shame in their nakedness. And why is nakedness shameful? And why should we see Noah's nakedness shameful? I think it's a realization of our baser nature. We are spiritual beings who have bodies and we are called to subject those bodies under our better natures and our nakedness reveals how animalistic we actually are and this is a recognition of our our animal natures you know and especially in our nakedness our our it reveals our inability to control ourselves oftentimes and so in the same way this this drunkenness of noah and then this this falling into nakedness is for him and for this culture a shameful thing and so we should see in this a a realization that although god has rescued humanity in the ark in noah and his family that all the same issues will continue to crop up and continue we see this in this small instance the the son turning against the father we see the the same old problems that will plague humanity throughout its history this inability to control ourselves this this turning to drunkenness this turning to the things of the earth for uh disordered pleasures and these type of things it is ingrained in us in a way and so we see all the seeds of humanities continually turning away from god here in this little story and so ultimately the this this problem of our fallen natures can only be solved by jesus and that takes us to our new testament lesson where jesus is talking about the leaven of the, the the pharisees and herod and you know as we all know that you to make bread you add a, a little leaven uh, a little yeast and you feed that so it, it propagates and causes co2 to cause the bubbles in the in the bread and so it only takes a little bit to get started but it leavens the whole loaf if you will so that means that these 
false teachings, these these corruptions of of God's promises are always incredibly damaging and will always grow and propagate. And so Jesus is warning them about this, especially at this time, is that he is about to, to enter into the home stretch of his earthly ministry. He knows where he's going. He knows where he's headed. And it's like a, a, an unstoppable train. If, if he continues on this path, there, it's inevitable what will happen. And this opposition from the forces of the Pharisees and Herod are, he's about to come up against it. And it's inevitable at this point that if he does anything more, this is going to happen. And so he is, he is preparing them for the path that he is about to go and they are called to follow. So just some thoughts about today's lessons. O God, the preserve, creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith and unity of spirit in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life. But above all, 